What's good, football fans? Welcome back to the Fourth and a Mile podcast, alongside my good friends Brady, Bradley, and Jeremy. My name is Josh, and we appreciate you all tuning in. So, boys, how are we doing? Uh, I should say more to Becker because I know how Bradley, uh, Brady, and I are with the Vikings' performance on Sunday night. But, oh, fellas, what are we doing? So, yep, we're recording on Tuesday night. Bradley and I were at the Vikings game, unfortunately. Um, we got to see that event, and then life happens on Monday night. So we're recording on Tuesday night. Um, we're going to have an awesome show. We're going to talk about a lot of football. Um, hopefully not a lot about the Vikings, because I don't think any of us want to. Um, but let's get into some NFL notables. We haven't had any for a while that are like overarching NFL notables that we can't talk in the recap. The first one we have to talk about is Derrick Henry. Uh, broke his fifth. I'm going to mispronounce it. Bradley? Hey, go for it, Brady. I want to hear what you got to say. I, I, that, Josh sounded good to me. That's what it was, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Anyways, so he broke something in his foot. Out six to ten weeks, he finished the game. So um, they said eight weeks is um, a, a, a good spot for him to come back in. Uh, as far as fantasy is concerned, obviously football, it just it, it sucks because of how he's been producing the last three years. But um, for fantasy, are, are you keeping him? So, like, let's say you have a guy that we're going to we're going to talk about Calvin Ridley. Let's say you have him in your IR spot. Are, are you which one of those two are you keeping? Because uh, Derek Henry, even with eight weeks out. So he's going to be out until probably week 16, 17. So that, that's playoff time in a redraft league. I don't foresee Calvin Ridley being back. Yeah, it's just so tough. Like, you don't know what's going to happen with the Ridley situation. So, I honestly would rather gamble on him. How about, mentally. How about Michael Thomas? I'd take Michael Thomas. I would take Michael over Thomas. Over Ridley, well. are you asking? Or over no, Bowl? over, over uh, Derrick Henry. So, you have one, one IR spot. Assuming you don't want to keep one of those guys on your bench, I guess maybe you could keep uh, Michael Thomas on your bench because he's only a couple weeks out. Um, I guess the question is, like, are you – if you like, let's say you don't have an IR spot, are you keeping Derrick Henry with the risk of him being out six to eight weeks? Basically, you have to. Yeah, you have I think, to. I think what, unless it's like just absolutely just dire circumstances, but I mean, so the theoretic- risk of what you'd be giving up on potentially. I mean, this dude's a freak too. What if he comes back in three weeks? <laughs> so, so theoretically, you have Derrick Henry on your team. You're you're in the top half of the league because he's he's literally carried you to wins mm-hmm. just with how he's performed. So you're in the playoffs theoretically at this point. He's back in six weeks. That puts them at week fifteen. That's about the championship in the playoffs. Like, yeah, that's a lot can happen in six weeks. However, you you have to factor that in without a doubt. Although the chances might be low. I don't want to give potentially my playoff matchup, Derrick Henry. Like I just, I would rather hang on to that than potentially let that lose. That's a good point. Good call. Um, The next notable uh, Kelvin Ridley came out on Sunday. They said he was going to miss the game for personal reasons. He came out, said that he's taking a leave of absence um, due to some mental health things. Uh, First and foremost, before we talk about football, we just hope Kelvin Ridley gets back to himself mentally. Um, It's scary stuff. So we just want to make sure that, um, he's back right off the field before he gets back on the field. Um, as far as the players concerned, we talk about fantasy football. We talk about football. Bradley, what's your thoughts on this? Well, I was just going to touch on what, what you said at first. And I want to give a huge shout out to Kelvin Ridley because oftentimes people see these, these shiny cars uh, as invincible and that they shouldn't have, be going through all this stuff. Well, the, I feel like it's the exact opposite and they go through it more than a lot of people understand. And for him to say, you know what? I need to focus on me. Marshawn Lynch said it best when he said, take care of y'all chickens, y'all mentals. <laughs> like that's what he's doing right now. And I, I just totally. want to give him a ton of credit for that. As far Especially as fantasy, whole, just one thing to add to it. Like, I mean, this is a, a contract year for him. Like he was he, I mean, absolutely he's, like, this is like the biggest part of his career. So not absolutely. easy to do. It's not it easy. takes a lot of guts. Yeah. And probably as far as a lot of people. So, yeah. yeah as, go far ahead as, as far as fantasy wise, like you look at a guy like Cordero mm-hmm. Patterson, like, he's obviously going to be the focal point of the offense and he's a, a must start for sure. And, and a guy like Kyle Pitts is going to get it uptake as for, as for sure. Um, when Kelvin Ridley didn't play in England, you saw Kyle Pitts, what Kyle Pitts could do. So I think rest of the season looking forward, Kyle Pitts gets a tick up as well. Anything Ridley. else on like Calvin Ridley before? Yeah, well, I, I love it. I, I think the, the target share is going to be there. Um, 
we and we've seen that throughout the year this week he didn't have that many targets um but yeah no i i think kyle pitts is i think he is the number two tight end for the rest of the season obviously kelsey's going to be the first guy oh well let's sorry to keep ping-ponging but i just wanted to touch on this um with ridley so bradley said uh redraft you can drop him i believe that's what you said correct yes yeah so (laughs) speaking from a guy who literally just traded for him maybe four or five days before this happened in dynasty you gotta like obviously you can't drop him but like what are your expectations for dynasty then you just hold you're not gonna trade him because you're not gonna get the value he's worth you just hope that maybe maybe he sits out the rest the rest of this year he's gonna be i think 28 next year 29 and hopefully he comes back um and is the kelvin really that we thought he was so or that that he was um so you don't trade him in in dynasty because the value is just not there a, a similar situation way different but it's like you're not trading Allen robinson in a dynasty league because you're just not going to get anything for him right now so um the value is just not there so anything on these notables before we move on no i'm good all right let's move on to some week eight recap we're going to start with the thursday night game jeremy's green bay packers with a massive win against the arizona cardinals um green bay was banged up um, and they got banged up throughout the game too. Um, Aaron Jones, one thing that stuck, stuck out with him um, was the 11 targets he got, which is kind of expected with um, Devontae Adams, but extremely productive for fantasy when he catches seven of those 11 targets. Robert Tunyon goes down in the game. Um, on the Arizona side, Kyler Murray got banged up on the last play of the game or one of the last plays of the game. Um, Jay Glazer, I think, came out and said, hopeful this week, but it could be a one to two week injury. Um, and then lastly, James Conner is just like my comp for him is like the Jordan Howard from last year where he's got like yes. very little carries, but extreme um, value in fantasy because of the touchdown and the offense that he's in. So thoughts on this game as we move forward, Devontae Adams comes back, Randall Cobb had two touchdowns in the game. I think you see how important DeAndre Hopkins is to Kyler Murray's success. He goes out after the big play in the first quarter and they just didn't really look efficient following that um, I know he tried to gut it out and play in the, the last couple drives um, but DeAndre Hopkins from a statistics standpoint has not played up to his standard at this point but his presence is certainly felt on the field yeah I couldn't usually more. yeah usually usually I'll bang the table and say oh how did like DeAndre Hopkins he didn't have that great I mean I a lot of respect for what he like gutted out on Thursday night trying to play through that injury um, and then be on the field for his teammates. So um, you're not going to hear any of that from me this week. <laughs> uh, I would just say like, if you scrambled and tried to pick up Randall Cobb, if he was available, I would say at this point, he's probably going to continue to be a little bit more consistent, especially with Tunyon out. I mean, they didn't trade it for anybody today from the tight end perspective. I think they're going to look for somebody to fill that void over the middle of the field. And I think that could be Randall Cobb from the, Arizona side of the ball. I mean, James Conner and Chase Edmonds are both very viable moving forward. I mean, at this point, I think Chase Edmonds look good. Yeah. And and you you have to be <laughs> it's hard to trust five touches, but when you get five touches and you turn it into two touchdowns and you do it consistently, I mean, you gotta you have to trust James Conner at this point. For sure. Let's move on to our first noon game. Um, so this was uh Carolina versus Atlanta. Carolina won the game 19 to 13, just an ugly game for fantasy. Sam Darnold got hurt. Um, I think Chuba Hubbard fumbled on the first pl- first carry of the game, um, finished with 24 carries, which is a bright spot. Um, we're still not sure when Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Matt Rule is not given uh, much information on that. As far as the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan had a down game. Mike Davis is you're, – you're keeping him on your roster, but you're not happy if you have to play him. Um, Cordero Patterson's been the bright spot there. He's been extremely consistent for them. Um, and then, like we talked about, Kyle Pitts was just – just not very productive. Only had six targets, caught two of those for 13 yards. So thoughts on this game. I think uh, from the Carolina side, uh, Zane Gonzalez was the leading point getter, and that is the kicker. <laughs> that is absolutely ridiculous. I, I just want to point out, like, for the Cordero owner uh, managers out there, like, I think at this point you just – if you weren't somebody who traded high or sold high on him, I think you just want to hold on to him. I, for sure, because I I don't think the value that he could produce. I don't think someone's going to give you that sort of value in terms of getting back in a trade. And at this point, with no Calvin Ridley, most likely for the rest of the year. I mean, 
he's going to get just continue to be peppered and they're using him in, in so many different ways. Let's move on to Miami versus Buffalo. Buffalo won the game 26 to 11 um, on the Miami side. Tua was, I mean, you're, you didn't get hurt if you played Tua. Um, I feel like he's a good stream going forward. If you guys would agree with that. Um, as far as the receiving targets, you're going to continue to play Mike Asiki. He had 8.3 fantasy points. And just, if you looked at the tight end production this week, it just wasn't there. Um, as far as Buffalo, Josh Allen's been unbelievable. Uh, 30 or yeah, 32 fantasy points running backs didn't do much. Uh, Beasley had 13 targets, which is crazy. Diggs had a touchdown. Um, I'll start with this. How do you guys feel about Emmanuel Sanders rest of year? Had four, uh, four targets, didn't catch a single ball. That's so tough because <clears throat> they have so many options. And Dawson Knox is out right now too, which is a le- one less option that Josh Allen has to throw the ball to. So you would expect there to be more consistency with that. So it's a little concerning that the huge production that we saw earlier in the year was just kind of a flash in the pan. But I just think with all these talented receivers that we have in uh, Buffalo, that we're just not going to get consistency from all of them week in and week out. It's just going to be, you know what, you're going to go off this game, you're not. You're going to go off this game, you're not. And unfortunately, he just got the short end of the stick this week. I would say he's he's playable. Like, he's not somebody I'm dropping. If I needed to play him in a pinch, I think you can. You know, if you watch the game, he had one for sure deep target that, you know, was overthrown on. Like, he was open. Emmanuel had, had Sanders or Robbie Anderson? Manuel Sanders. Yeah, without a question. I, I, this is This is solely directed at Josh because he is dying on that hill right now. I've told – I'd said to cut Robbie Anderson two weeks ago. So no, I, I, think I, I think I'm in the cut Robbie Anderson. Yeah, now. no, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Chicago versus San Francisco. San Francisco won the game. Uh, Jimmy G had two rushing touchdowns, which really helped his fantasy production with 30 points. Um, Elijah Mitchell looked really good again, extremely productive. Did get a little banged up in the game, so it's something to keep an eye on going forward. Um, Debo Samuel is is just an absolute, absolute animal. Yeah. Yeah, he had 20 fancy points without a single touchdown, which to me is extremely impressive in a half-point PPR league. Um, Brandon Ayukes is starting to get a little bit better. I don't think we're at the point where we can play him yet. Um, Might want to see a little bit more, but he's starting to get there. Um, As far as the Chicago side, Justin Fields had his best day um, as a Bear. Had 100 rushing yards, which really helps. Um, Khalil Herbert, not great. Um, And then Here's a cut candidate, Allen Robinson. The, the the trade deadline is over. He did not get traded. I I think you can cut bait with him, honestly. And I I'm not overreacting because it's it's really bad. He is the wide receiver sixty right now. Um, and the last three last four games, five targets, seven targets, four targets, four targets. Holy He's, cow! Can I like you 30, coming, oh. coming into this week, this past week he's like 30 targets behind his pace that he was last year and that's why you were drafting him in the top 10 you weren't drafting the top 10 because of crazy crazy upside it was because he was consistently getting you know 10 targets a game whereas this year it's just wow how about getting the tub i'm an Allen robinson owner in a couple of redraft leagues i'm not dropping him he's got pittsburgh and then a bye and then Baltimore. I don't think I would drop him either because of the potential of what he could be and what you drafted, I think outweighs a lot of what you're picking up at this point, but I guess it sort of depends on a case by case situation. Okay. So a guy that's out usually out there in free agency right now is Brandon Ayuk. Would you take Brandon Ayuk or Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. How about uh, Allen Robinson or Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman. Allen Robinson. I would take Bateman. I would take Robinson. <clears throat> Ooh. Um, okay, well, let's talk about a different guy because we're not going to get into fan or we're not going to get into waivers this week since it's releasing on Wednesday. Um, Allen Robinson or Adrian Peterson Ooh. for a flex spot. Ooh. I would start Adrian Peterson. I would still roster both of them. That's I the think point. you got to choose between one of them. <laughs> if you're choosing between the two of those two, you have a pretty dang good roster, in my opinion. Let's not talk about like Allen Robinson's making a great roster right now. I I disagree. I think if he's on your roster, 
um, or if Adrian Peterson's the the next guy on the totem pole, you have a pretty good roster. Okay, let's move on to. Hey, I would pick up. I would pick up Ayuk. By the way, if he's out there, I think at this point, sure. I think you're encouraged by seven targets, and you know we're talking about the upside out there right now, right? Can't like, play him though, right? Yeah, I would wait not. another week, right? Yeah. Make sure that yeah. he's still getting the. I don't. I forget what his snap percentage was in that game, but let's eighty-eight. Really quick. Oh, that's yeah. That that'll get it done. Yeah, and that's that's his highest highest of the year. That will definitely get it done. Let's move to Pittsburgh versus uh, Cleveland. Just a, a kind of a messy game. Uh, the the lone bright spot I feel like in this game was um, Najee Harris. A couple other topics that we need to talk about. Um, Pat Fryermuth had seven seven uh, targets, caught a touchdown. Eric Ebron did not play in the game, which is also something noteworthy. Uh, Deontay Johnson had thirteen targets, just an absolute target machine. Um, Another cut guy that we can talk about. OBJ's gone, right? I, I'm oh man. I'm a one more week, and I feel like we've talked about this, but especially with the rumors floating around about him not being happy, I feel like this this might be a week where he gets force fed. So I would say one more week if he does not productive, then yes. Odell or Allen Robinson? Odell. Odell or Jarvis. No, Brad Bradley was taken aback there. Who I want to hear Bradley say. Odell or Allen Robinson? I would probably keep Allen Robinson. I would too, because I feel like the diva-ness isn't going to be a thing. Let me tell you what, if you're sitting there with Odell and Allen Robinson, might as well throw Brandon Ayuk in there too. If that's your wide receiver (laughs) part that you drafted, like that's a second round pick. That's maybe a third or a fourth in Ayuk. Like you are struggling. Yeah, that's not, you're not doing it so hot. (laughs) Can we say it's Case Keenum time? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> Bring him to the Super Bowl case. <laughs> I, did you guys think he looked that bad when he played? I was tailgating, so I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't watch any of his game. So, mm. why? What do you think? You talking about Baker? No, I was talking about Keenum the week before. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't think he looked that bad. No. I, mean, I thought it was a pretty conservative game script and it helped that Dearness was untouchable. 100%. Yeah. They, they definitely wanted to take the ball out of his hands a lot, but. I thought he was okay. Let's very briefly talk about Philly versus Detroit because oh, well, it's it, there's really not much to talk about because it, the, the relevance of players that played this game because it was just such a blowout. The one thing we do need to talk about is Kenneth Gainwell, a guy that we talked zero about. Sense to me. Yeah, a guy that we talked about uh, in, in our waiver, uh, waiver section last week. Uh, yeah, you, you hold him for. I mean, this was a guy that was the the second running back when Miles Sanders was there. And now he was the third running back when he's gone. We we barely even talked about him in the waiver section because we all four just said, yes. "Yeah, he's our number one, right?" Yep. Okay. And then we moved on. Like, <laughs> makes no sense <clears throat> to me. That was a pro. Like, you do the process, you see what's out there. You do. You, we did it right, and it just didn't work out. I don't know if that's a lot of that was game script. I mean, gentlemen. I don't, I don't, Two things. Welcome to fantasy football and welcome to the Philadelphia Eagles backfield. <laughs> oh, seriously. How do you score 44 points and have your quarterback throw all barely a hundred yards? I don't understand how that's possible. It's <laughs> tough too, because Brady said, don't pick up Boston Scott. And it talked me off of picking up Boston Scott. I said, just throw him on. We might have to check the tape on that one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, moving on, <laughs> uh, the Rams played Houston. The Rams destroyed Houston. And Houston got garbage touchdowns. So let's not let's not get it twisted like this was some good of someone of a game. Goat. Yeah, okay. Um, on the Rams side, if there was any position player that like was one of the main guys, you're happy with Stafford was good. Henderson was good. Cooper Cup was great. Robert Woods had two touchdowns. Um, I guess Higby, you wouldn't be too happy about, but. Van Jefferson had 10 points. If you're streaming him at a, a flex position, he was worth it. Um, and then on the Houston side, um, Brandon Cooks caught all six of his targets, had 83 yards and a touchdown. I think the disappointing thing, if you had him, was that he didn't get traded. Um, I think a lot of people wanted to see him go to a different team. Um, but any thoughts on this game? I think Robert Woods is just slowly starting to get back into relevancy, which I really, really, really love seeing. And I just look at, he didn't have he didn't have a great start of the year, but he's starting to now 
you know, find the end zone, you know, every other game now and getting more uh, targets. It's just great to see. For those that rushed to pick up Lindsay or David Johnson, because you were excited about the Mark Ingram trade. Oh man. Three rushes for Lindsay, two for David Johnson. <laughs> I had to play David Johnson in a league. 0.9 fantasy points. You love to see it. Oh, okay. Can't trust either of those guys. David did hit nope. Johnson. So he very much did. Uh, Tennessee versus Indy. This game went to overtime. Tennessee won 34 to 31. Uh, we already talked about the Derrick Henry injury. Uh, Ryan Tannehill looked good again. Uh, here's a strategy for you guys next year. We're talking about next year already. Don't draft AJ Brown, but trade for him because he's going to start a little bit slow. I mean, yeah. I feel like the three years he's been in the league, he started slow, but then just picked up steam. There's a, yep. there's a strategy for you. Um, on the indie side, Jeremy's guy, Michael Pittman Jr. had 15 targets, Dude. caught 10 of them, 86 yards and two touchdowns. He's looking like the alpha there, um, which is what a lot of people wanted to see, a uh, big-bodied receiver. And then also Jonathan Taylor started to look pretty darn good for fantasy as well too. So hopefully you, you held on to him because he has been extremely productive. Dude, he is Michael Pittman. Holy cow. Becker, how happy are you right now? I'm pretty happy. <laughs> That's my dude. I am going to switch it up a little bit, though. What are you guys – what are you doing with the Tennessee offense? Does this – I mean, what does Derrick Henry out do for you? Are you excited about any of his replacements? Does that lower Tannehill? Does that lower any of the receivers? Does it raise Julio? I... A.J. Brown is – massive he is he's gonna be great and I, I just hope julio's healthy now because i i feel like a lot of people have said this and if you look at twitter you can see it too nobody's gonna replace derrick henry so change your game script a little bit you have yep. two very good receivers uh change it a little bit rely on ryan Tannehill. you're paying him a lot of money so see what you can do there i think their passing game is gonna be pretty darn good yeah running it back would be a huge mistake of just trying to like run the exact relatively similar offense so you've seen Tannehill be able to carry an offense before and I think that's what you have to lean into when you have like Brady was saying just two elite receivers so I'm excited for Tannehill I think his rushing upside he's going to get more attempts as well probably more work at the goal line I don't know how much you know McNichols and P Peterson are going to be able to uh, shoulder that load for the running game well you best believe AP's going to get it oh, done trust are me. you more <laughs> excited about AP than McNichols I am yes I, I think he, 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 I mean, he was Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. And I'm not saying that to, if that's a disrespect to Derrick Henry, that like, that's a, that's a hundred percent a compliment. Cause I feel like people say Derrick Henry is like one of a kind, but Adrian Peterson has been a bell cow before. Yep. And if he's fresh, ride it, I guess. I don't that's know. Fair. And let's not act like Adrian Peterson wasn't productive when he was in Washington and Detroit. Right. Like he was running well when he was there. He just needs That's like fair. 15 to 18 carries, which Tennessee can give him. So uh, let's move on to Cincinnati versus the Jets. The biggest upset of the week. Uh, Jets won 34 to 31. Mike White threw for 400 passing yards, which is, which is just insane. Um, uh, the, which is also surprising because if you look at the receivers, like nobody went nuts on like <laughs> no. the wide receivers. So Michael Carter had nine catches for 95. Their running backs were Outstanding. Michael Carter had 27 fantasy points. Ty Johnson had 17. On Cincinnati's side, Joe Mixon was really good. Joe Burrow was okay. You didn't get hurt if you played him. Um, Jamar Chase, I, I feel like Jamar Chase, this is encouraging because he didn't have like an explosion game, but still had double digit fantasy points. True. Um, so that's a little bit encouraging. But talk about any of these guys. I feel like we should probably start with Michael Carter. Um, if you held on to him for this this time in redraft leagues congratulations because i think that rookie halfway point is probably over for him yeah i think the the corner has been turned and i think it's his backfield you've seen it the last couple of weeks certainly having nine catches that's what he did at north carolina all the time so i mean you have to be happy about that one thing that i think is a potential concern is when zach wilson comes back what is going to happen with oh <laughs> Zach, well, you made it sound like I said the wrong name. No, they're number two pick. Are you insinuating that Mike White is better than Zach Wilson? No, I'm insinuating. <laughs> you did not let me finish. <laughs> I'm saying, just well, Robert Sala said anything could happen. Yeah, brother. Big yikes. No, you're, I, I'm, all I was trying to say 
was Michael Carter getting all of these dump offs and dump off dump off. Whereas Zach Wilson might decide to, you know, try to go farther down the field or the middle of the field and just where he is going to allocate those targets is what I was saying. Also one thing noteworthy about the jets, do you know which receiver played the most snaps for them? Elijah Moore. The fact that you say that, I was going to say the fact you say it makes me want to say Denzel Mims. And they also did not let anybody trade or like they did, did not listen to any trade talks for him. So are you telling everyone to go pick up Denzel? Not in redraft leagues, but maybe in maybe in dynasty if he's out there, because I I think I actually cut him in one of my dynasty leagues. So might want to keep an eye on him. You guys in the same boat that you see this kind of continuing then for Michael Carter? I, not necessarily yes, 14 targets, but he is the guy. Yes. He had 15 carries compared to Ty Johnson's four. Yeah. I, so. I agree. I agree with you. I think this is his time now. Let's move on to New England versus the Chargers. New England got the win here. Um, as far as fantasy production, there wasn't much on New England side. Damian Harris, um, if you did not listen to Brady, congratulations. Um, <laughs> he, is, he is very much so an RB2 slash flex play because of the, the volume that he's getting. On the uh, the Chargers side, Austin Eckler was great. Had 10 targets, caught six of them. Um, Keenan Allen was very good as well. Mike Williams is kind of meh a little bit now. He's, he's for, for he's sure. Yeah, he's not doing what he did the first three weeks that he had. Hopefully, so. you sold high, honestly, because I I think he yeah. is going to. I don't know. To he's got some pretty good matchups coming up here, though, of Philly and Minnesota, where I think they could still he could still he's got be able a to get terrible matchup side. against Minnesota. Are you kidding me? Oh my goodness! Shots on that side. That's clamps. <laughs> okay. Oh Pick it. Next next week, I already dibs Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Jared Cook. For <laughs> <laughs> starts the week. Okay. Let's move on to Seattle versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seattle won this game 31 to 7. Uh, talking points here is the receiving the receiving duo for Seattle. Lockett had 13 targets, caught 12 of them. DK Metcalf so had two touchdowns. Incredibly uh, productive. And then James Robinson went down. Um, any thoughts on this one, or can we move on? Bradley, I believe you said before, welcome to fantasy football. Um, copy and paste, because I'm pretty sure everyone sat Tyler Lockett, most likely. Oh, I did. And <laughs> really? Negatory. I was I was a starter. It Because uh, you had to, it. or because you were? Well, it was between him and Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that elite that's football mind. <laughs> Another thing, too. Elite. <laughs> Another thing, too, was James Robinson. I think everyone was probably thrilled with this matchup and just unfortunate he got hurt. Yes, very unfortunate. Uh, Washington football team versus the Denver Broncos. Denver won 17 to 10. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a very productive game, um, had a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. As far as the rest, McLaurin disappointed. Um, Antonio Gibson. Yikes. Played 33% of the snaps. Ugh. Josh, how do you feel about that? Not it's great. KAZ t- treatment. That's what it is. <laughs> Not great. Not a huge fan. Uh, I think they have the bye this week, don't they? Washington. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully, Scary Terry can heal up, reset. So we're, not talking about Gibson? we're not talking about Gibson. Hopefully, huh? I'm just, no, I was, comma, oh, okay. getting there. Hopefully, Gibson can reset. Hopefully, get some more. You know, snaps. I it's not good. I I definitely not liking where it's trending. They have so that RB three like in there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just so you guys know, this is the week that we do not say that Javante is just around the corner. Be done with it. It's not happening. <laughs> so I'm quiet. done thinking it. We gotta stop telling our listeners it's just done. <laughs> It's going to happen uh, next week, you know, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, Devontae, let's go. Yeah, Devontae comes out plays 80%. Jay Willie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, another big upset that we're going to talk about. New Orleans beat Tampa Bay with third-string quarterback Trevor Simeon. Um, as far as production-wise, it was their defense. I mean, their defense had two touchdowns. Um, Alvin Kamara had 15 fantasy points, had 19 carries and three catches. Um, other than that, on – Tampa Bay side, Tom Brady was extremely good if you played him at 30 fantasy points. Chris Godwin caught eight of his 12 targets um, for 140 yards and touchdown. Mike Evans still had 11 fantasy points because of the touchdown, um, and he should have had another one 
he, I believe Tom Brady, if I'm remembering correctly, missed him on a deep bomb to the end zone. So yes, yes, uh, he did. Okay. Uh, Anything about this game? Taysom Hill time, number one waiver wire target. Hey, I mean, he's going to get some QB 14 coming in. There he is. (laughs) Let's go. Love me some Taysom. He called it all. Taysom Hill, and he called, you know, the downturn of Derrick Henry. Goodness gracious. Um, (laughs) Do not claim that one, Josh, please. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Taysom, I think he's going to get some goal line work. I think he's going to be able to punch it in from the two, punch it in from the one. I think he's got some fantasy upside. I don't think it's it crazy to consider him. Say yeah. He can, he can, can you punch, punch it, it in from, from the three, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as no you get question. to the four, though. No, four is no. out. No. That's when <laughs> he handed off to Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the Sunday night game. The Dallas Cowboys played on Sunday night. Um, Cooper Rush had four or 325 passing yards. Um, if you played him because you were panicking between Dak and somebody Thank else, you. congratulations. Mari Cooper had eight catches for 122 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, I'm assuming nobody played Cedric Wilson, but if you did, congratulations. On the Vikings side, Thielen is the only person worth talking about. Um, the point to be made for rest of the season for the Vikings, find the wide receivers that they're that the Vikings are playing against because Daniel Hunter is out for the season, and it looked like last year's defense once Daniel went out. So that's my TED Talk for a little bit. Uh, so Brady, Brady sets up our, is very kind and sets up our, our show doc before we, we get on air and he has Dallas versus nobody listed right now. So that was intentional. That was, that was intentional. hundred percent intentional. It was <laughs> intentional because even our fans didn't even show up either. <laughs> yep. There was, you, guys, you guys doing okay? No. Like, no, okay. Our, super like, sorry, Bradley, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, uh, super non-fantasy related side note. Do you think Zimmer makes it through the year? He should. Yes. That's not saying that he's doing a great job. That's just saying. Who would get promoted? Like that, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Andre you want to start You want to start brand new. I've had this conversation with way too many people. <laughs> it's not good for my <laughs> blood pressure. I'm serious. Let's move, move on because we finally get to talk about a Monday night game. We haven't done that. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Wolf, uh, they won 20 to 17. And heads are turning there. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Brady's start of the week. Uh, Third person. Was not, nice. was not a uh, top top three quarterback, so we can <laughs> foreshadow to the next uh, segment. Uh, Tyreek Hill was good. Otherwise, nobody else was really productive. Maybe Damian Will- Daryl Williams. Not Oof. Damian Williams, not the Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Uh, New York <laughs> Giants. I, Devontae Booker was the only guy you could really talk about. Anything about this game? Your guy, Daniel Jones. Becker. What do you what do you guys think about Daniel Jones? I have a hard time placing like is this a guy that's just doing just enough to stay the quarterback there? Like for the he future? should not be the quarterback in the future. He should not be. Their new I, GM's probably gonna draft one. Actually, if I foreshadowing, I probably wouldn't draft one this year. Oh <laughs> I, I feel like okay, let's move on. <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not talking draft yet. <laughs> Um, anything about this game or week eight, or should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and do some week nine preview. Hi guys. This is Jeremy Becker from the fourth and a mile podcast. Just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on Twitter at fourth and a mile pod. That's fourth and a mile pod. Thanks guys. And now back to the sports. We are back into the fourth and a mile podcast. We are going to get into our week nine preview. Uh, Josh, you get to start us off this week. Um, start with quarterback. Let us know how you did in week eight and what you got dialed up for week nine. Indeed. So in week eight, I had Sam Darnold um, and he he did not hit, uh, did not uh, help out the squad there. So we this week are going for Carson Wentz. I uh, think his uh, relationship uh, with Michael Pittman has been awesome. Uh, so I really like Carson Wentz this week. We think it's just a QB one for him. Yeah, I think that's that's acceptable. Okay, Jeremy, you're up. My quarterback start of the week in week eight was uh, Jalen Hurts, and that was that hurts. 
<laughs> if he didn't have 70 rushing yards, he would have got you like three points. Right. In in a game where they score, where they score, did they get over 40? Was 44. 44. Yeah. In a game where they score 40, you're expecting more than that. So that was a miss. Uh, my quarterback start of the week this week is Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Joey Buckets, playing against Cleveland. <laughs> Joey Buckets? Does he play basketball or football? Both. <laughs> All right. Well, I went that one, correct? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That was, yeah, that was on me. Um, I went Trevor Lawrence as my start of the week. Uh, second time this season that he's disappointed me. Uh, That's your boy T Law. I know he's just he, he, he's, I'm, he's done with him. I'm done with him. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Derek Carr versus the New York Giants. And we didn't talk about it for a reason, but there's stuff going on in Las Vegas. And I think he's one of the, the best leaders in the league. And I think if if someone's poised to have a breakout game and rally the troops, I think it's Derek Carr. And I I might not like his matchup, and he might be missing one of his best receivers, but I think the player and the person Derek Carr will be ready to go on Sunday. And that's why I'm picking him. I like it, Bradley. It's just a great point. And I, he honestly is one of my favorite players in the league. You, you can't yeah. not like the guy. When he so, talks, like my, my, my face he, is glued to the screen. Outside of probably us four, he definitely doesn't get enough credit for it either. Absolutely. Okay. So an MVP, MVP. Candidate. So my top guy. 20, just give me a, give me a, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, top 12. Yeah. Uh, my start of the week at quarterback last week was Patrick Mahomes. It was supposed to be top 12 and he did get the, no, he was top three, <laughs> top three and did not get that. Um, so we are going to see if I can stay on that trend of missing quarterbacks. I am going with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> cool. Oh. <laughs> going to put a hex on a Raj. I love it. I'm here. I, I mean, I love the matchup. I, yeah, no, I agree. That's a good matchup. That defense is missing in action. Yes. Yeah. Although they just got Melvin Ingram. They did. I did you guys find that kind of interesting? I sorry, this is going off on a tangent, but I feel like the Steelers are like their record is decent. They got yeah, I, that didn't make sense what the Steelers they, got rid of him. They uh they were limiting his snaps and he wanted a trade. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, they first class organization. So Makes more sense now. Yeah. Thank so, you. what are we giving for Rodgers? Top 12. You don't have a say in it, by the way. Seven. Oh, I was going to say 10. Josh, always be trying to. Becker? Get we'll me. go 10. 10 is. I was going to say eight, but I was feeling generous. Yeah. Say eight, seven and eight are very different. So, um, always be going after me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just said that. Hence, hence why I'm in last, but it's okay. All right. Well, <laughs> my running back start of the week last week was Leonard Fournette, and he did not hit. You will notice there is a trend this week. Um, I will, my running back start of the week this week is Damian Harris versus the Panthers. Uh, I just like what Damian Harris is doing lately, and I think he has an opportunity against a you know, relatively tough matchup with the Panthers, but I think he's going to be able to crack it. You guys feel about 16. I think it's a pretty good number for him. Sure. 16 it is. You wouldn't have saying it. I was waiting for Brady to say that after I said sure. What you got, Jeremy? <laughs> All right. So my start of the week in week eight was Elijah Mitchell. And for about a majority of the first half, you were extremely disappointed. And then he just balled out after that. Um, so that was a hit. He needed to be top 16. My start of the week this week at the running back position, I am chasing points, and it is is Boston Scott. Uh, he was the lead guy in that backfield. They're going to be probably having to score some points against the Chargers, and the Chargers' run uh, run defense is not good. Not good at all. 18, 20? Probably, probably 18. I, 18. Ooh, Becker doesn't like that. He doesn't like I was it, hoping for 20. <laughs> let me see All right. yeah go ahead brother i'm gonna see what 18 was this last week so my start of the week last week was daryl henderson needed to be a top four uh, i think he was top five he had a really good week uh so that was a hit uh moving forward to this week i'm going with miles gaskin versus uh gaskins Houston. it's gaskins i i mean i to be honest with you when i said gaskin it sounded wrong and i'm like oh, <laughs> we're good we're good uh but he's placing houston and i feel pretty good about him having a good bounce back week uh, why do you feel about uh, good about him against Houston? Um, two words. Because they stink. Dumpster 
fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just for your reference, Jeremy, Damian Harris would have had to have get got 14 fantasy points this last week. If that makes you feel any better, I don't, I don't know. Not Boston Scott, not Damian Harris. I was like, <laughs> say that's my boy. Just, just forget the conversation that just happened. Okay. Uh, my running back start of the week this last so, week. So just because you guys didn't say anything for Miles Gaskin, I mean, top two uh, RB. 16. Okay. 16 uh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Bradley was a little disappointed, I think, that. <laughs> running Go back ahead. start of the week last week was James Robinson. Got hurt, didn't get it done. Um, this week. My running back start of the week is Zach Moss. Oh. oh. Mm. Going. I'm going with it. Top 22. 18. 18 is so disrespectful, Bradley. <laughs> so <laughs> disrespectful. Becker, what do you think? <sighs> That's tough. I'm, I'm looking at his... Give him 20 and call it good. I'll say 22. 20 also or the number 22? 20 also. Okay. Okay. All right. I thought you were saying 22. <laughs> Brady's <laughs> about to write that down. I love it. Now, my or my wide receiver, rather, last week, and boy, was this a bad idea, was Christian Kirk seeing top 20 and Claypool at top 16. That was not not good. So, Christian Kirk did not hit, and so my running or my wide receiver start of the week this week will be Michael Pittman Jr. versus the Jets. I am <laughs> no, all aboard on chasing oh, guys. The- you guys, he's done. Chasing the points, Michael Pittman Jr. versus the Jets. What do we got? Does it say fifteen? Yep. Works for me. Um, so I wrote right, down Michael guy. Pittman. No, I I wrote him down and I crossed him out, knowing that Josh was going to pick him. Okay. <laughs> No, you know me. What can I say? Uh, so my week eight start of the week is Josh mentioned Chase, Chase Claypool. I don't know why he was just calling him out like that. He because Christian, the line for Kirk at 20 is horrible. Like if Claypool is 16 is my point. Well, he didn't hit. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> my wide receiver start of the week this week is Marquise Hollywood Brown. Against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Brady doesn't like that. He was I mean, on my it, list. 100%. Yeah, he was for sure on my list as well. If he's not on your list, you better check your polls because our corners can't cover anything. <laughs> hey, early DraftKings preview. He's six thousand dollars on DraftKings. DFS. Wow. Yep. Uh, I think fifteen is extremely generous for this one. Would you guys agree? I think I think fifteen is the right number. Fifteen it is. Thanks. you are up. You're welcome. My start of the week last week was T. Higgins, and honestly, T. Higgins didn't have that bad of a week. Uh, he was over 95 receiving yards. He was dinking the tub. Uh, he didn't get his top 16 finish, so that was a miss. This week, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go with Robert Woods versus Tennessee. I like it. Top 18, 16. Becker. <laughs> Mm, I'll give you 18, Bradley. Why are we always generous to Bradley? Because we don't I just like want to let you guys know I feel phenomenal about that. Next. <laughs> <laughs> My wide receiver start of the week last week was Adam Thielen. He was a hit. He was top 15. My wide receiver start of the week this week. He's got a tough matchup. I feel good about the production, though, and that's A.J. Brown going against Jalen Ramsey. Top three. Good. What? I'm just, I'm just I feel like AJ Brown is at top twelve. Hmm. Becker, I think Brady is happy about. Yeah, that. Brady's stoked about that. There's no go. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was not the case. I thought That's it was just I, simply not true. The 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 position. I I mean, he he's got Jalen Ramsey covering him. So I was thinking top twelve to top fourteen, in my opinion. I'll say wide receiver one. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do the top 12. That's fine. What did you think? Top five, Josh, for me? I was going to just try to piss you off and say 11, but we're, we're right. Tight ends. <laughs> okay. We're on two tight ends. And for some reason, I thought Ricky Seals-Jones was going to be a good play. He did not hit. So we are on to this week, bigger and better things. So we're going Mike Gesicki versus the Texans. Really like this play. Uh, Gesicki's been uh, you know, fairly solid this year. So I am happy with this play. Top five. 
I would say probably top seven. I was going to split the difference. Six. Six it is. Don't like that. That's generous. Don't like that one bit. I mean, he gets like 10 targets as a tight end. Yes. He's a good player. My start of the week last week was Jared Cook. He needed to be top 12. Yes, top 12 as a tight end. And did he hit that mark? Absolutely not. <laughs> he did not. It was disappointing. disappointing outing. All right, my, t- my tight end start of the week this week is a stack with my quarterback, and that is CJ Uzama. I think he finds the tub this week. Did you see? The, I'm not trying. Did you see the the Bengals post about all the people that say Uzama? And he goes, "It's Uzama. It's Uzama. Maybe he'll put our clip in there. Maybe he'll put Uzama. our clip." Okay. Uh, this is a massive side note here. Massive side note, but I keep wanting to say like uh, Hushmanzada. Yes. Kind of think of it. You guys remember that old commercial? Uzama. Championship. Gosh, he was so They don't make commercials like that anymore. Okay. Okay, Top 12. Top 12 for that? That's fine. Sure. That's fine. Oh, do we need a top 10? Top 10 finish? That's fine. It's okay. It's it's fine with that. Uh so my start of the week last week was no fan. Honestly, I was super disappointed about this one considering how poor the, the tight ends played. It was a top eight finish that he needed and he didn't even get that i figured going against a two-win team he was gonna ball out but he didn't so we're gonna move on and i'm gonna go with darren waller versus the giants and stack him and Derek carr Ooh. Uh, it's, uh, it's three 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 it is feel good about that one brother feel fine he's gonna finish just the one so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> one it is okay um Side note, so we had uh, the the tight end position was extremely uh, unproductive last week. Your boy was the only one that hit. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hot streak now. Let's go. Uh, I had Dallas. Dallas got her. Le- wow. <laughs> Dallas got hurt, huh? You just always got hurt. About oh, boy. Just- <laughs> Dallas got hurt. No. Moving on. He was a hit anyways. <laughs> Wow. Oh my gosh. Um, and I'm going this week. I I'm riding the wave. I'm going pet fryer mouth. I'm shocked you didn't pick up. When you said riding the wave, I don't know why, but I thought you were gonna say Goddard again. <laughs> oh, that, that would have been yeah. that would have been a Josh move. <laughs> it's fine. It's not against the rules. I love it. Top 12, top 12. Top 12 it is. Brady's stoked. <laughs> Brady's stoked. Stoked about that. Are you kidding me? Um, all right. Can, I, so, can we wait, wait, wait? Can I just do something really quick? I want to like, I kind of want if this is something we want to do going forward, cool. If not, this is just kind of an idea I want to do for the quarterbacks. Who do we like the value on best of top like Wentz 12, Burrow 12, Carr 12, Rogers 10? Rogers 10, Rogers 10, Rogers 10. I would agree with that. Running backs Damien Harris 16, Boston Scott 18, Miles Gaskin 16, Zach Moss 20. Gaskin. <laughs> Gaskins. 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 Uh, sure. Yeah, I guess I don't have a strong opinion about that. Wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr., 15. Hollywood Brown, 15. Robert Woods, 18. A.J. Brown, 12. This should not be Hollywood. Close. Hollywood. Oh, man. Really? I was, I was going Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. I was going Robert Woods easy. I was I, stuck. I think Hollywood's going to smash this. I mean, our corners literally could not catch a cold. Like, it was... Oh my gosh! They were in Minnesota, <laughs> but yeah, they were tipping the ball to their receivers for them to catch. Like that's what they were doing. Volleyball. They couldn't catch a cold in Minnesota. Got me, Bradley. That one got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When uh, last one, Mike Kosicki six, CJ Uzama twelve, Darren Waller three, Pat Fryermuth twelve. I like Darren Waller this week. Pat Pat Fryermuth at twelve looks awesome though. I like Kosicki. Thank you. That's the first one that you picked of mine. <laughs> Let's go. Let's move Let's to our one that's got to go now. Um, we are doing quarterbacks for rest of season. These are the top five, top four. Wow. Top four scoring quarterbacks. Um, it's Patrick Mahomes, Matt Stafford, Josh Allen, and Tom Brady. Which one's got to go? 
Well, I would like to start and just make sure you guys factor in bye weeks this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> For our listeners, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, please go listen to the end. If if you did if you missed last week, turn it to the last five minutes. You will not be disappointed. I or, I don't know, listen to the whole thing that works too. <laughs> but if, you will if not they don't be have time pointed, listen to the end. It is great. I'll be anyway, this one out. So Thank you. Back back to the one's gotta go. For me. The keep for sure is Tom Brady. I think he's been playing awesome. And I think what people don't realize is how many touchdown passes he's thrown. And it's a concerted effort when they get in the red zone that he's going to throw the ball um, to his receivers. And it's not going to be Leonard Fournette. Although Leonard Fournette does do have some decent Does do. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm keeping him. I'm keeping Stafford. And Josh Allen's been playing phenomenal. So I'm going to get rid of Patrick Mahomes. What? Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm guys. I've seen enough. Oh my! I've seen enough. Josh, please go next. I'm not going next. I'm going last. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll go next. <laughs> I am also keeping Tom Brady. Uh, that one was pretty solidified in there for me. Josh Allen was also pretty solidified. The two for me was Stafford and Mahomes, and I just can't. I just can't get rid of Mahomes. So it, it'll be Stafford. Wow. Josh Allen was my number one. So like he's, he's staying for me. Then it was Tom Brady. Um, so it came down to those two again. Uh, Patrick Mahomes defense is one of the worst in the league. So he's going to be throwing the ball all over the place. Stafford. I mean, we didn't talk about it, but Von Miller is now now what Los Angeles Ram, their defense is getting better. Um, so Matt Stafford's got to go for me. I think he'll keep throwing like two, three touchdowns a game for sure. Get up to four, but I mean, he doesn't need to throw for the yardage like these guys, other guys right. do. I like that rationale. Um, I'm going with Stafford for that reason. I really like that. Uh, Von Miller is going to pick that my defense weeks, up. My, my weeks don't have anything to do with it. <laughs> that, that is an all-timer, okay? It's just fine. It's up there. That's it sure. is. I, I laid out such a great rationale. It, it, <laughs> it made so much sense. And then, and then, then I panicked. I panicked. Yourself. No one was pressuring me, yet here I am panicking. It is it is what it is. That wraps up this episode of Fourth and Mile. Thank you so much for joining us. Go deep, and we'll see you.